Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? A free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hi y'all, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 50. I'm so excited guys because I am at episode number 50. I am absolutely loving podcasting ever since I decided to start a podcast you guys have made it so enjoyable. I love the fact that you send me your questions and you know you respond to the conversations that I'm having with you on the podcast. And so thank you for getting me to episode number 50. It has been a journey as I'm sure many of you know already, but I just want to thank you for being a podcast listener. I appreciate you being here and I'm so grateful that we get to go on this journey to financial freedom together. So in today's episode, I will be sharing 10 tips to raise kids to be financially independent. So how many of you who struggle with money management today wish your parents had spent more time teaching you about money and better prepare you really for life and being in the real world? So now I'm not blaming your parents for the fact that you're not good at managing your finances, right? Because you're an adult, you're 18. And ever since you turn 18, you know, you have had the freedom of being able to make your own choices. So it's not about blaming our parents or caregivers for not teaching us financial principles and blaming them for the fact that we are not good with our finance, right? So they are not to blame. And I think it's unjust and it's unfair for us to blame our parents for not preparing us. Um, This is something that we now as adults, we have power, you know, to overcome and we have the power to transform our lives in that area. And so I'm hoping that if you're a parent or a guardian with young kids in your life, that you will take on the responsibility of educating them about money and instilling critical financial values in them from an early age. And that is literally as soon as a kid starts asking for things or as soon as they begin to treat their toys like trash, it's about time that you start teaching them about the value of money. So when it comes to money management, it all boils down to our money habits and our behavior. So as you probably already know, we build our basic habits and traits by the age of seven, right? So by the age of seven, our personality traits are usually set in stone. Therefore, it's really important that you begin to educate children about money as soon as possible, right? The earlier you're able to do this, the better. 
Now, some people might argue, you know, Esther, my parents taught me very good money management skills. In fact, my parents were really good with money. They were excellent role models. And yet still, I am terrible with managing my own personal finance. To be honest, you are just a bad breed. No, I'm only joking. (laughs) I take that back. So what I would say to that is the fact that you already know that the concepts work because you've seen them in action with your own eyes, you already have the principles within you. So all you need to do is to concentrate on self-discipline and taking action. It's easier for someone like you who can return and reestablish the foundation that they have already been given, right? It's easier for you than someone who has to build a financial foundation from scratch. So all you need to do is work on your habit because you clearly have the head knowledge about how to manage your finances and you've seen it being done, right? Because your parents have lived the life. So it's high time that you put it into action and begin to see the benefits in your own personal finance. So the same thing might happen to the children that you educate about money, right? They might get older and all of a sudden they do the exact opposite to what you've te- you've taught them. But you still have to teach them. And I don't feel that that should put any parent off from teaching their kids that, oh, they don't listen or they're not practicing it. They are not implementing it. You'd be surprised. Like they might not listen to you whilst you're teaching them, or they might not look like they're interested, but when they move out, I'm telling you, they will begin to remember the things that you taught them. Um, And what I would say is that even if they move away from it and they get older and get into debt and they're not managing their finances, at least you've given them the fundamentals to fall back on, right? They will have something to draw on rather than having no basis at all. So in today's podcast, you are going to need a pen and paper, or you can favorite this podcast so that you can listen to it again, because I'm going to be sharing 10 tips to raise kids to be financially independent, and it's quite detailed. So tip number one is make financial education fun and easy for them. So when it comes to financial terminologies, it can be really difficult to wrap your head around. So make it fun and make it simple for the kids. Literally dumb it down for them. When it comes to understanding about how banks work and how credit works and how budgeting works and saving money and investing concepts, you want to really dumb it down so that they get it. Tip number two is to talk about money early on with the child or the children involved. So talking about budgeting, saving, how you make money decisions, you sharing your money mistakes, you know, don't let it be a taboo topic in your household. If you can get your kids to understand the concept of how money works, it will help them build their confidence and it will help them make less money mistakes in the future. And even if they do make money mistakes, they have the tools to bounce back which is really important. So if you avoid talking to them, they will learn from you anyway, right? They're going to learn from what they see you do. So parents who avoid talking about money, just remember that you are still talking to kids about your money through your actions. Kids are not stupid, right? They know their parents who are bad with money. They know their parents who overspend, who don't save. 
they they have a sense if their family is living in poverty or if there's debt problems. So rather than just letting them experience it and them just gaining their own perception on it, why don't you have conversations about them? Because that way you're going to help them to have a healthy relationship with money when they're older. Tip number three is to curate and encourage them to foster good financial habits. So encourage your kids to create a budget for themselves. Get them to help you with the food shopping list and the grocery budget, right? Get them to look up takeout menus and to question why things cost the way they do, right? And how to shop around and bargain hunt. Show them how to plan for shopping in advance. So if you're going out shopping, explain to them what you're going to buy, the stores that you plan to visit, the amount of money that you are planning to spend, have a conversation around it. So they get used to having a plan before they just walk into a shop and end up spending all of their rent money on things that they never intended to spend money on. So have conversations around, you know, how they can pay themselves first. So how they can save and how they can invest and how they can give and put money aside. So these are all habits that when they are fostered early, they become a part of that child's life. Tip number four is to teach them how to build their money confidence. So teaching your kids how to be assertive and how to ask for what they want, how to negotiate, how to ask questions to ensure that they're getting the best value for money. You know, them being able to understand their own skills and abilities and the value that they bring is so, so, so important. You are preparing them for the workplace, you know, even giving them feedback, giving them feedback, getting them to ask for feedback, you know, getting them to discuss their accomplishments and being able to take feedback and show how they can improve upon them, right? I find so many adults that are not good at receiving feedback right? They're not good at receiving feedback. They're not good at asking for what they want. They are not good at selling themselves. So these are all ways that you can build your child's confidence by teaching them teaching them about money, teaching them about the value of money, teaching them about the concept of work, right? Where they're able to give feedback to their boss, receive feedback from their boss and colleague, and also knowing how to present you know, evidence to support their promotion request. So knowing how to ask for testimonials from clients or from colleagues, right? These are all skills that will help your child in the future to be able to go for promotions and ask for raises, especially women, right? Women tend to feel bad about asking to be compensated for their true value. So if you have girls around you, you want to make sure that you're able to build this confidence in them so that when they get older, they don't think twice about asking for what is truly theirs. Tip number five is that girls and boys need to know about equality around money. So the world that we live in is changing, right? It's changing. And unfortunately, we live in a world where there is so much inequality, especially around, you know, the gender pay gap. So it's important that you teach both your girls and your boys about the gender pay gap, about the inequalities around money, inequalities around pension, 
inequalities around, you know, women getting promotions at work and women, you know, having to face certain barriers in the investing world and getting promotions. Teach them about these inequalities. Teach them on how they can overcome them and get them to be on the right side, especially the boys. You know, they need to become allies for women and they need to understand the value of everyone and the value that everybody brings to the table, regardless of the gender that they are. Tip number six is to help them to open their own bank account and get them to be a part of the process and experience it themselves. Don't just be like, yeah, you've got a bank account. Yeah, you've got a a bank card. Or yes, you have a savings account. Oh, oh yeah, I put money away for you for the future every single month. Actually take them to the bank with you, get them to sit down, get them to even book the appointment with the bank manager, get them to give their details, let them respond to the bank manager's questions that they know and get them involved in the process. You know, there's that saying that we remember how things feel, we remember experiences. So get them to be a part of the process so that they can have that memory of the experience. Children learn a lot from experiences. So don't take away the experience from them by doing it for them. And even if you are doing it for them, get them involved in the process. Tip number seven is to teach and show them how using a bank account works. So rather than just having them open the bank account, get them to understand how spending money works. What happens when they pay for something using their debit card? How does that transaction happen? Like, how does the bank know that, you know, this money is required? How does the bank know that they need to pay this money to that person? Like, how does the bank know that you have enough money? Get them to understand how banking works, how using, you know, savings account works. And, you know, the fact that when they put money in and if they withdraw from it, it's going to reduce the balance that they have in that account. You know, as adults, these things might just seem a bit mundane and just, oh, it's too basic, but this is how you get kids thinking about money and learning about money, right? So get them to understand that they need to check their bank balance before making a purchase. You know, what happens if they spend money that they don't have in their account? Will the payment go through? Would it bounce? Would it go into an overdraft? Will they be charged? So some kids think that bank accounts have an unlimited amount of money. Like kids literally think that you have all the money in the world. And even if that is the case, you need to get them to understand that there is limitation to how that money is spent. Tip number eight is to encourage them to start investing early. So the simple way to teach kids to invest is teaching them about ownership. So get them to pick a few brands that they love and explain to them that while they're spending money with these brands, that they can also own a share of the brand if they bought a slice of the company. And so as the company is making money and making profits, they get to make money and make profits too. So a great way to do this is opening a junior stocks and shares ISA. And like I said in the previous tips, get them involved in the process and explain how it works. Tip number nine, If your kids are over 18, encourage and educate them about opting in to their workplace pension. 
and explain to them that they're getting free contributions and it's about, you know, putting their money to work, right? And if they get a job, also get them to open up a LISA and a stocks and shares um, ISA as well that they can contribute in. So even if it's £25, £50 a month that they are investing into these various platforms, they are developing the habit of paying themselves first. And the best thing is getting them started early. Tip number 10 is to allow kids to learn on their own by letting them make their own mistake. And I know this is really difficult for a lot of parents um, because you don't want to see your kids make the same mistake as you. In fact, you don't want to see your kids make any mistake at all, right? But it's one of the best ways that your kids will learn about their relationship with money and the do's and don'ts about money. Allow your kids to use their own money to buy things so that they know how much things actually cost. It's different when they are spending their own money as opposed to yours. Teach them to notice price, quality, and the reason for purchasing things. Is it a want? Is it a need? Or are they just trying to keep up with friends? So along the way, they're going to learn the hard way. And this is okay. As long as you're there, not to be like I told you so, but to get them to learn from their mistakes and avoid repeating it. So there you have it. My 10 tips to raising kids to be financially independent. I would love to know which of the tips you are already doing or which of the tips you like and will be implementing. You can send me an email to support at bossofmymoney.co.uk or you can send me a DM on Instagram at bossofmymoney. And for you, if you're not sure how to get started with budgeting, then be sure to check out my free mini course on how to create a not so perfect budget. It's a 40 minutes video training that will help you to shift your mindset about your budget and get it to start working for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.